Happy Friday. Financial independence. Not there yet, but getting there and taking you on the journey. Welcome to episode 7. Well, this has been a strange week and it's been very difficult for me to work out what I should include in this episode. Not because I'm struggling to think of things to disclose, but just that certain events that have occurred are a little bit sensitive and I don't want to let my emotions run away with me. You see, part of me doing this podcast is really opening my eyes into not just the world of financial management, but also human behaviour, providing me with great reflection opportunities. You see, one of the things I would like to talk to you today involves a dishonest, fraudulent act against us. Costing us money, yes, but it's not really the money side that has sparked the emotions. It is around the issue of fairness or lack of. You see, during our UK trip, we hired a car and the contract we entered into, I later discovered, was fraudulently fabricated at the service desk. And what has ensued since has played out like a farcical pantomime performance, which is still not resolved, so I won't give all the details just yet, but I suppose this offers us two very quick lessons. Firstly, when you're signing any documentation, it pays to be extra vigilant, including holding on to all the original documentation. And secondly, when you are wronged, it is important to be aware of your own emotional state and be empathetic towards others. And hence, I am not and never will rant about what has occurred in an emotional rage, which to be honest would be very easy to do. Anyway, so there is something to look forward to for a future episode and hopefully I can hold it together. Right, on a much, much brighter note, this week Leash and I refinanced our home loan, which for me means negotiation, negotiation, negotiation. You may be aware of those advertised rates you see. Even the specials can be negotiated, including significant amounts of cash back. When we took out our first home loan, as explained in a previous episode, we wanted to lock in a rate for five years, as it was the first house Leisha and I bought together shortly after we got engaged. So we were willing to pay a premium for certainty. So with the carrot of a five-year lock-in for the bank... After playing a few banks off each other, we ended up with $6,300 cash back for a $656,000 home loan at 5.99% fixed for 5 years. Sounds an extremely high rate now, but was reasonable at the time. And house prices were taking off. 5 years on, it's a different story. Rates are much, much lower and our security needs are also a little different as we have accumulated nearly $230,000 of savings since we took on our original home loan and have a very comfortable amount of equity in the house. Although house prices are pretty much sideways in Auckland at the moment, with variability occurring across the region. So we have decided to pay down roughly $190,000 off our current balance, leaving a loan of $420,000 to refinance. This will leave us at the end of this year with approximately $50,000 in savings as a buffer, which would cover about one year's worth of essential expenses, noting that our budgeted expenses of $70,000 annually when we refinance, which we would quickly get up to as we will save on average around $8,000 per month. Okay, so what's our battle plan this time? Well, first and foremost, 
playing the banks off each other is always a good strategy. Just takes a bit of time and patience as you'll have to fill in a separate application for each bank. But at least this gives you a good indication of where things are likely to go. It's also important to know it seems clear that the banks will offer based on their perceived risk. So all of our results will vary. But by getting comparisons from several banks, you will work out what level of offers are suitable for your level of bank perceived risk. So personally for us, I already know from the first loan that if you really push a bank and lock in for a long time, we can get nearly 1% cash back. From conversations with ASB last year, when we were looking at purchasing another property, they were saying that they wouldn't go over 0.8%. So for a shorter term, this was the benchmark I had in the back of my mind. As far as rates were concerned, this was pretty interesting. I use interest.co.nz to compare mortgage and savings rates, and I really suggest you do this as well. It's a great way to keep yourself up to date and educated on what the market is doing. So this time round, I could see very low rates from around 3.15% to 3.35% from offshore banks. I know for sure that the lowest, the Bank of China, would not offer a cashback. They are currently at 3.15% fixed for one and two years. So it requires sitting down with a spreadsheet and going to websites like sorted.org.nz and using their mortgage calculator to work out what is the best deal taking the rate and cashback into consideration. Another consideration is that I would prefer our savings in the same bank that we hold our mortgage with. And this is due to watching what happened around me in the UK during the global financial crisis back in 2008. Whether it holds true or not, if our outstanding mortgage is more than our savings and the bank were to fold, I would just feel more comfortable if both the debt and the savings are in the same place. So where did we end up? Well, the very last bank we were dealing with went through our application, which got approved, and then the Kiwi Bank Mobile Mortgage Manager emailed me to ask what sort of loan structure we would like and when we could meet, at which I put in a reply to the effect of, note that our loan will probably be in the region of $430,000, as we'll want to keep a buffer in our savings. I'm sure this will not be a problem based on our other pre-approvals we have. To consider a move from Westpac, given the fee that they will charge, the extra legal fees for refinancing with another bank, and given our excellent credit ratings, we require 1% cashback and the best rate for either 12, 18 or 24 months. The end result was the easiest bank negotiation ever. Kiwi Bank came back with $3,600 cash back, plus they would cover the legal fees for refinancing. Their rate would be 3.45% fixed for either one or two years. The cashback part of this offer was very significant as the cheapest conveyancing quote I had had for the refinancing was for $741.30. So effectively, that was a total cashback of $4,341.30. I did ask what loan amount the cashback was based on, as I had previously mentioned a loan amount of $390,000, but they came back to confirm that it is a fixed amount as they don't work on percentages. So great, even at $430,000, this was just over 1% cashback and we could fix for a much shorter term than our current loan. So happy with the cashback, I noted that 
of the NZ banks, currently SBS have the best rate of 3.39%. So which Kiwi bank wanted to know what was the level of cashback? I mentioned it wasn't quite as good, but my biggest concern with Kiwi Bank's cashback was the clawback term of three years, which is not pro rata. But we would wait for the pending OCR decision, which was only due in a few hours after this email conversation. When the OCR decision came through on change, I got straight back to Kiwi Bank to see if they would match a 3.39% from SBS, and they left me hanging for a few hours. So, in the meantime, I wanted to make doubly sure that we were getting the best deal. So, as Lisa and I are members of Property Investment Groups on Facebook, I made the Kiwi Bank offer public. The response was almost unanimous. People thought we had a great offer and some were even shocked at the level of cashback we were offered compared to the loan amount. The only thing one person thought was that we could push the rate down to 3.39% which I had explained I had tried and it was just a wait and see. And then I checked my email straight after and I could see that Kiwi Bank had agreed to the 3.39% so I bit their hand off. In addition to the cashback, I also found out that a friend had recently taken out a home loan with Kiwi Bank, and before we signed up, he was able to refer me for an extra $250 cash for each of us. Bonus! So we duly signed the very next day, 3.39% fixed for one year, with $3,850 to be making its way to our new Kiwi Bank account, either on or around the settlement date, early December. Personally for us, we decided a one-year term in the current climate was best suited as the OCR could well be decreased further next year, which could bring mortgage rates down, or neither could happen, who knows. That is the world of macroeconomic financial uncertainty. But we are targeting to save another $100,000 on top of our current buffer by the end of December 2020, so our risk in rate movement is managed by being able Able to dramatically drop the principal amount owed in a year's time. And look, everyone is different, and this is just what seems right for us, and I suppose time will tell, but it feels like we're on the right track, and we feel more secure than when we took out our first mortgage together. So please remember that mortgages are one of the big hitters on the journey to financial independence. So it really pays to invest your time and effort to understanding what is the best deal for you at the time and how to structure your home loan. And also remember, it's not just about the cold hard mass. It's also about how secure you feel and how well you think you are managing your risks. Finally, being the way I am, this whole process got me thinking about how to maximize that opportunity that had presented itself in the form of the $250 refer-a-friend deal. So I'm taking it to social media and this podcast to announce, my friends, if you would like an additional $250 cash when taking out a home loan with Kiwi Bank within the next 12 months, please email dale at happyfiday.com and I will be more than happy to refer you. So on that money-making bombshell, until next time... Happy Friday. You've been listening to Happy Friday, and you're already a little bit richer. 